Hey, I've got some good news for you. If Do you watch The Chosen? Have you watched The Chosen? I haven't. I've heard great things oh about it. Oh, my gosh. You have to watch it. Yeah. It is really good. Season three is starting November 18th. Oh. Um, and the theme of season three is come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. What a, a providential uh, season for this year. Um, this is when uh, it ended right before he gave the uh, Sermon on the Mount. It's going to open with that and the consequences of it. And I don't know if you've if you've ever watched a Jesus movie, you know, his clothes are always clean and everybody's always in just really nice white clothes. And you're like, huh, they've got some really powerful tide back then. Uh, that's not this movie. This is so inspiring and so real. And you see the apostles struggling to believe and figure out what's going on and it, it's really a great show it's going to be in the movie theaters november 18th the chosen season three more information visit the chosen tickets.com that's the chosen tickets.com do it now Welcome to the program. There were three debates last night that were very important. Fetterman, we just addressed that in hour number one of our program. Um, if you missed it, grab it on the podcast. Next, New York. The governor of New York is on the ropes. Uh, and then, Whitmer. And I think Whitmer is also on the ropes. We're going to cover those. And I want to hear from anybody from New York, Michigan, or Pennsylvania. Also, you know what? Like to hear from those in uh, Arizona as well. We have an interview that airs tonight at I think 7 p.m. Blaze audience is going to get it a few hours early, um, but it'll be at 7 p.m. on YouTube, and it is well worth watching. I spent an hour with Carrie Lake, and I asked her some tough questions. I uh, I wanted to really get to know her. And how she came to the things that she has arrived to. Yeah, I'm telling you, she is, I think she could be a first female president if she wins in Arizona and does what she says she's going to do. She is going to be a powerhouse. She's really, really sharp. Uh, that'll be tonight, Blaze TV. You can get it uh, early, 7 p.m. It'll be on my YouTube channel. Just search YouTube Glenn Beck, and you'll be able to get that uh, at 7 p.m. But I want to hear from you if you're in one of the critical states. What did you think of the debate last night? We go to the New York debate in 60 seconds.
You know, I don't know what it's you know like to die and go to heaven, but I'm sure, pretty sure, you know, we'll experience it. Uh, we'll all experience it, and then uh, I wish I could come back and tell you what it was like. Hey, really, remember this is on. The, this is going to be on the quiz. Don't do this. Anyway, uh, the closest you can get to heaven is going to bed and uh, sleeping and having just one of the greatest night's sleep. And the MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets will help you do that. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are back at their lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, means they're as low as $39.99 with the promo code BECK. Just like everything else that MyPillow makes, the sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. A guarantee you're not going to need because you are going to love these sheets. Sleep on the absolute best, especially when they're on sale for such a low, low price. Do yourself a favor. Get the Giza Dream Sheets today. A ridiculous offer of $39.99. The best sheets I've ever had. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Uh, check, check out the uh, flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, along with the other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials at MyPillow.com. Okay, did you did you by any chance get a chance to see any of the um, any of the debate from uh, either New York or Michigan last night? Saw some of the Michigan one, a couple of clips from the New York debate. Last night was a big night. I mean, probably the biggest night in the run up to these elections. And I have to tell you, I, I, I find it interesting that you, you have good politicians, politicians, and what they've been saying is so ridiculous and so easily out of step. That once you get them on the debate stage, they just can't defend it. They just can't defend it. why these debates are important. You know, there's very few times that you have an opportunity to actually see these people answer these questions. How many times have we begged journalists to say, hey, you keep asking about the rape and incest exception for abortion, for example. When are you going to ask about abortion all the way up to the moment before birth which the new york times told us yesterday does not exist but when are we gonna when are we gonna hear about that when are you gonna ask them what's the restriction you do have we know that 84 percent of people are against third trimester abortions not even up to the last minute of birth but against third trimester abortions where are you on that issue why why do you disagree with 84 percent of the american people can you outline that they never get pushed on this and occasionally during a debate, you'll have to at least see them try to squirm their way out of an answer, which is satisfying. Well, let me give you a couple of things. Let me go to New York. Um, it was Hochul against uh, Zeldin. Zeldin, the Republican here, cut 28. He's talking about crime. You have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Go talk to the Asian American community and how it's impact them with the loss of lives. Jewish people targeted with raw, violent anti-Semitism on our streets. It just happened yet again. We need to be talking about all of these other crimes, but instead, Kathy Hochul's too busy patting herself on the back. Job well done. No, actually, right now, there should be a special session. The state legislature should come back and they should overhaul Castle's bail and these other pro-criminal Laws with zero tolerance, but they're saying, elect me. She says, elect me, and then you'll find out where maybe I'll stand on this issue in January. Zelmentum! <laughs> Zelmentum! Zelmentum is right. here! Okay, now, he just slammed her on crime. 
Here's the response. Got 29. This this governor, who still to this moment, we're not what are we halfway through the debate. She still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. OK, anyone is- who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change they made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. You don't know why that's so important to you? I don't know why it's so important. Dahmer could have been out Christ. free, you know? What I do we mean, especially changes with bail. I mean, that, that's yeah, the problem. That, that's the problem. Yeah, the prob- that's wow, the big problem. Wow, completely out of, uh, out of, uh, out of step. Uh, cut 30, the status quo. Well, listen, you ask the will of the people. They want to see reform. Even Mayor Adams says that judges should have discretion to weigh dangerousness. I don't think that if you're two Mexican cartel drug smugglers busted with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth, that you should just be instantly released on cashless bail. Now, Kathy Hochul supports cashless bail. As soon as it got implemented, she was out there bragging about it. She chose the champion of the defund the police movement and the architect of cashless bail, Brian Benjamin. Yeah, that guy who got arrested and had to resign. That was her first big decision to make him the lieutenant governor. We need to repeal cashless bail. We need to repeal the HALT Act. Amend raise the age and less is more. We need to make our streets safe again. I'm running to take back our streets and to support unapologetically our men and women in law enforcement enforcement. This is about all of us together, Republicans, Democrats, independents, as New Yorkers, to make sure our streets are safe again, to make sure our subways are safe again. This is our opportunity. Two weeks from tonight, we can continue with the status quo where they believe they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws, or we can take control of our destiny and make sure law-abiding New Yorkers are in charge of our streets again. He had her on the ropes all night. Um, she's not good either i mean no she's really really bad um he said the reason why she's lost the trust of so many new yorkers is one the scandal over the 637 million dollars uh worth of overpriced covid19 tests that the state bought and the state bought it from a hokel donor after Mm. he hosted a fundraiser for her and uh, then she suspends unilaterally New York's competitive bidding laws. And so she overpays. Yeah. If I remember the numbers right, it's more than double any other state. Yes, it is. It yeah, is. Which is incredible. Right. I mean, it's so obvious that something was going on here. And she said, I, there's no pay to play corruption going on. He said, well, what are you going to do to investigate? Well, there's nothing. There's never been a quid pro quo uh, policy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was also forced to play defense on the $600 million that she added to the state budget to help fund a new stadium in her own hometown for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and this was added at the last minute. Uh, he said, I'm going to go back and renegotiate because this is ridiculous. And she said, Buffalo Bills, uh, that's like Broadway to New York. Uh, we, you know, we need to. We need to have a great stadium there for Buffalo. Oh, really? And by the way, did anybody point out that her husband is a top executive at the company that runs <laughs> all the concession stands in the new stadium? That's that's shocking. By the way, Buffalo Bills fans will walk through like 27 feet of snow to go to those games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd love a nice stadium, but I don't. I mean, they will go no matter what. They're, they're really good fans. <laughs> they will sit through anything. She was also put on the ropes, asked about um, immigrants. Uh, she was, you know, the, you know, kind of wanted to know a little bit about, you know, hey, how are things uh, with, um, you know, the other states uh, and, uh, and how things are looking with other states? Mm. Why aren't you calling 
uh, Texas or Arizona. Why haven't you called any of these states? Here is her reaction. President Biden started making changes so people are more likely to have an incentive to stay in their own country. We're talking mostly about Venezuela, those individuals. So we've already seen a stemming of the tide of people. I don't know that that'll change, but right now it's in a different direction. But we're there to be of assistance to the mayor. I mean, not, not to say it would necessarily be effective, but why not call the governor of Texas and say, hey, what are you doing? If you think it'd be useful, I could call him, but I don't think that that's going to change his tune. I know the mayor did outreach. I mean, you know, when you, someone's so intent on politicizing an environment, something we're rather familiar with, with all this conversation all the time about trying to scare people and demagoguery, I, I, don't, I don't know that I can really get through in a rational way to the governor of Texas, but if all of you think I should make the call, I will. But where I'm working is with the president, working with President Biden, working with Mayor Adams to help these people. Wow. Not a good answer. Not a good answer. I mean, look, Greg Abbott is not going to be won over by a Kathy Hochul no. phone call. But I, 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 you could make the call and say, hey, look, look, I, I, we know the border is messed up. What can we do to, to smooth this over? Can you send them to freaking Chicago instead? <laughs> you know, I mean, who knows? You might get through. The, the problem here with, with this race, and there are multiple factors working against Kathy Hochul here and for Lee Zeldin. It's a Republican-leaning year. Um, the the situation for voters is not good. They see all the negative things that are going on. So it's not just when I say Republican leaning year, it's because of the issues and it's because of just, you know, it's a midterm with a Democratic president. They're like, there's the fundamentals are there. But that's not enough for a Republican to win. What's interesting about this race and why I think it is legitimately competitive and different than other races in blue states is because there's no fan... There's no fan of Kathy Hochul that exists. There, there were fans of Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo is awful.com. There, are, there were fans. I'm one of them. I, I love the guy. Fantastic. Um, but like people really hated him. But also he had people who loved him. Kathy Hochul has no passion behind her. She's never done anything to really deserve to be elected. She's been in this office and has had really a terrible time doing it. And the only reason she has the job is not because people were passionate and elected her, because Andrew Cuomo was such a dirtbag, he got thrown out of office. So now you have a situation where it's not, there's no, there's no base of support for Kathy Hochul. She's just a replacement level Democrat. And then you see her performance and you realize she's actually below that. So, so Ken, Lee Zeldin, who I thought did well there. Here's my, here's my take on what these uh, debates are going to do. Anybody who hadn't made up their mind are going to go to the right. They're going to go to uh, these, you know, Dr. Oz, he's not so bad. And Hochul's really kind of bad. So in New York, I'm going to I'm going to go with Zeldin in Pennsylvania. I'm going to go with Oz. Mm -hmm. If you were on the fence. Yeah. If you already made up your mind that that these these aren't going to change anything except your motivation to go out and vote. You're not going to walk through a wall of fire and broken glass to vote for either one of these guys. It will depress the the turnout, hopefully. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be if that was my guy, either one of those. By the way, if you missed the debate, cut 11, you missed the debate in Pennsylvania last night. Uh, here it is to refresh. Have you ever had a dream <laughs> that that you um, you had you 
you you could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. All right, more in just a second. It was that bad. It really was that bad. Uh, relief factor. Nobody ever said life was going to be easy, but now you're living with pain and you got to wonder sometimes, could it? I mean, really? Is that just me? That's a lot, a lot of my bad prayers start like that. Really? That, I mean, you, this is okay. I get it. <laughs> anyway, if you're like that, uh, know that there is something out there that might be able to help you with your pain, especially if it's just downright debilitating. It is Relief Factor. I say, you know, it's for extreme pain, but it's really not. I mean, you could take this for for really anything, uh, and it's really good for you. Reducing inflammation in your body is good for you. But I say debilitating pain because I had that, and it's gone because of Relief Factor. And I have to tell you, I have met so many people that, like, like it's a miracle kind of drug, at least for them. Three-week quick start. May work for you, may not. 70% of the people who try it for three weeks, take it as directed, go on to order more month after month. So just try it. It's $19.95 for the three-week trial. Quick start. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Let me go to uh, Andrew in Pennsylvania. Hello, Andrew. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Andrew. Hi, Thank you for taking. Can yeah. you hear me? Yes, I can. You're welcome. You're Thank on you. the air. Excellent. Um, I watched the debate last night, and I agree 100% with you, Glenn. It was very painful. It I was. mean, it was, it was bad. I'm here not that far from the Capitol. But everybody's avoiding the real elephant in the room. Um, and that is Pennsylvania laws haven't changed from the 2020 election. And saying that uh, ballots have already been mailed in even before people had a chance to watch this debate. Right. And that was 556,000 750 ballots have already been received. This is an intentional strategy, of course, by the Fetterman campaign to push this debate as late as humanly possible so that as many early votes could be cast before people saw it. It's the one piece of strategy I guess you can give the Democrats credit for here, although they should have just said he had a tummy ache and couldn't make it. That would have been a much better strategy. Are you there? Stats, and stats show in the 2020 election, 65% of those ballots cast are democratic ballots so that leaves 362,000 ballots already cast for the democratic candidate so far in pennsylvania i mean many of these states won by 22,000 votes or yeah thereabouts yeah. you can read in too much into the early voting stuff it's important for people to understand too it's really crucial i think people get a lot of times when you talk about this stuff people get beat down they feel like well what's what's the point of going out and voting and that is the, I think, I think you'd agree with this, uh, Andrew, this is the exact opposite message we want to send to people. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. No, people yeah. need to get out and vote, yep. and yeah. especially from our side. Glenn, I'm so confident that he's going to win. I know how you like nice, juicy steaks. I will personally bet you a steak of your choice. <laughs> 
that he wins. That Fetterman wins? Yes. Yeah, I don't think I'm willing to take that bet. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, come on, Glenn. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you. Nice, juicy steak. You got it. Wait, okay. So wait, who's betting what? Now, wait, I want to get the bet down here. So, Glenn, you're betting that. I'll bet you a box of steaks. I'll send you a big box of steaks. Really good stuff. Wait, but what is the bet? Who is voting on Fetterman? I'm, Who says Fetterman's going to win? He says uh, uh, Fetterman. Fetterman's going to win. Hmm. Wow. I'm on the losing end, but I, I'm going to be in there pitching the whole time. Now, you're saying Oz is going to win, and look, I, he could. This it race could. has tightened the dramatically. Only, the only thing, the only reason why I would say he's not going to win is because of early voting. But one of the and things about early voting, which is important to understand, is that the people who vote early tend to be the most dedicated and yeah. usually partisan voters. These are people right. who are excited to get out there on day one, particularly for Democrats. So how many of those votes would you have switched by the debate? I, Probably, I don't know. Persuadables yeah. are not like, oh, I'm going to vote a month early, right? Like that's not, it's not, if you're on the fence, that's not what you're doing. And so hopefully the people did see this. That is part of the strategy though, from the Fetterman campaign. They tried to push this. They, they, I'm surprised they didn't want to do it on Halloween night. Okay, Andrew, hold on. Hold on, because you, you might be eating steaks for a while. That's the type of bet you like to lose, too. I, that's the type of bet I like. When I make a bet, and the result of the bet makes me happier than winning it. Yeah. Like, that's why I bet against the Eagles. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna t- <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather, I'd rather lose this money. You better, you better start working <laughs> for Fetterman, man, because I'm going to send you a box of uh, steaks from Good Ranchers, which is all 100%, uh, you know, U.S. steaks from really good ranchers. Um, so I'll I'll send you a box of that if you win. Now, steak here in Texas is pretty expensive, Andrew. I'm just saying. Um, let me go to uh, uh, let me go to Judy in Pennsylvania. Hello, Judy. Yes. Hi, Glenn and Stu. Awesome hey. to be on your show. Thank you. Hey, I just wanted to say, um, I've had a Democrat some years ago tell me they would vote for a baboon if he were on the ticket, on the Democrat ticket. And so, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm agreeing with what Stuart said, that it will more likely fall along party lines voting. And that turnout is going to be the biggest issue. Yeah, I think it will be. But you think people are going to be turning out for Oz? Or is that still depressed? I'm not. My vibes are not strong mm. um, for a huge turnout. Oh, come on. Pennsylvania, Republicans, you've got to turn out. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, that'll, that'll really make me mad. You're wrecking the rest of us. Stop it. Uh, all right. Uh, wouldn't it be crazy to assume that you could, uh, you know, just walk down a really dangerous alleyway at night in New York City? And you're just like, you know, I'm not going to run into some any trouble. I mean, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm a fact I'm going to tape cash to my face. Yeah, not so good. Okay. You need protection. You need to know the neighborhood you're in. And when you're online, you're in a bad neighborhood all the time. There is always somebody trying to steal your information. All of our information is online. Right now, I want you to protect yourself. Get a subscription to LifeLock. It's 25% off now. 
top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and because nobody can stop everything, access to restoration teams if you do end up having your information hacked into. It's worth the money, trust me. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com, promo code BECK. What a night it was last night. We'll get into more of it here in a second. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Uh, I uh, I can't wait for you to hear the interview um, with Carrie Lake that will air tonight on my YouTube page. It is a uh, special podcast. It's podcast 160. It'll come out at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, tonight. Uh, and I, yeah, I think you're just going to really love it. It was a really, really revealing interview. You know, she, uh, this is Carrie Lake. She's running for um, uh, governor of Arizona, and she's running a very unconventional campaign. She's buying hardly any TV spots. They're just pounding her into the ground, and she is now beating her competitor. Uh, and Katie Hobbs, who, by the way, should the approach the Fetterman campaign should have taken is the Katie Hobbs approach. She just will not debate Carrie Lake. Right. She just so won't she'll do it. She's, yeah, she, she'll she'll lose, lose. And she's terrified. Yeah. Fetterman should have listened to that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, Carrie is just so good. But she's new to the scene. You don't know who she is. I, you know, I know Carrie, but I don't I, we're not like best buds. Uh, and so I wanted to get down to a couple of things that being said about her that she's a fake christian okay so i asked her can you tell me how you went from here to here what happened and i've always said if you say if you want to change your mind on something if you really are a believer in one thing and then you change your mind on something big like abortion or god or something like that if you can't tell me the color of the paint or the wallpaper in the room when you had that epiphany, you didn't have an epiphany. You're lying to me. So I asked her, and I also asked her, how did you go from Reagan to uh, not, uh, not trusting George Bush enough to say, I'm going to vote for um, Obama over John McCain from your state then register as an independent and leave that party afterwards to where you are now. Tell me that evolution. It's unbelievable. It's really, really good. It's real. She, I think, is the real deal. So make sure you, we're going to play a couple of clips of it uh, in the next hour. Uh, don't miss the Carrie Lake podcast tonight. She's really good and very confident that they're going to win. Uh, she thinks Masters is also going to win. Uh, she sees uh, she she is uh, hoping and praying that a sweep is going to happen in Arizona, which would be really really good. And probably technically, you'd look at both of those races in Arizona as toss ups. I think it's leaning towards Carrie Lake pretty significantly. She's led in several polls in a row, mm -hmm. not even by like one point, but more like two or three. But Masters has closed that gap as well. That, that's a total toss-up. That's one of the more pure toss-ups we have now. Which, again, we should remind you, Mitch McConnell bailed 
on funding. This makes that me so angry. It makes no sense. I mean, it was it was never. You know, if he was down by 12 points right now, you could make the argument. All right, look, let's put our resources in other places. He was down by, Masters was down by, you know, 10 points, 12 points in those early polls. McConnell pulled his money out. And since then, he's, you know, risen in the polls, has now closed this to a, a pure toss-up between Mark Kelly and uh, and Blake Masters. And he's got a really good chance to win, especially with Carrie Lake, who we were also told had no chance to win. Right. We were told that both of these candidates were way too extreme and had no chance, and the Republicans blew it. And now it looks like they might pull both of them out. Uh, in spite of the Republicans, mm-hmm. um, th- 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 there's something else going on in Arizona. Project Veritas uh, just caught Mark Kelly's uh, organizer out on the street. She's a field organizer for the campaign. And the field organizer is talking about how Mark Kelly is hiding all of his far left beliefs because he needs the independence to be able to win against masters. Listen to this. Cut 17. What if I came across a Republican and they like asked me if Mark Kelly is pro-life? Yes. Say yes. I would say I would say Mark Kelly is pro-life, but also Pro keeping the government out of our health care. I don't know, something stupid like that. <laughs> Even though he's not pro-life. <laughs> oh, absolutely, he's not pro-life. <laughs> and then I'd go to something like, you know, after um, his wife was in a shooting, he values life so much. Wow. It's just a shame. I can't be too far left leaning, otherwise that'll scare away a lot of those independents. And he needs to get... And that's 40%. Like, he can't win with just Democrat votes. He has to play both sides. 40% of the people voting are undecided whether or not they're going to vote Republican-Democrat. So he's not going to outright say, like, all of the very liberal... Even though you think he's going to yeah, do them anyways. Yeah, for sure. Why? Well, he's not going to say anything outright about what he's going to do unless it will garner support from independents and some of the moderate Republicans. Because he needs them? Well, yeah, he needs them, otherwise he won't win. Oh, so if he's outright said it, then he wouldn't win. It would scare people away, What would you stay away from saying, you know, to get them to vote for Mark Kelly? Like, as a Republican? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, um, I wouldn't say pro-choice. Even though he is, right? Even though he is. The Republican that's running against him um, believes that the election was a fraud. Like, like crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy. Conspiracy, yeah. Conspiracies you can get, yeah. Um, And so it's just like, look at the alternatives. um, And they're not super beautiful. Listen to that. She's saying it's conspiracy. To point out that he's a conspiracy. Master's conspiracy theorist. He believes it was a fraud. Yet... She's teaching someone how to commit fraud in an election. She's teaching them, don't say this, even though that's the truth. Don't say that. Do this. And if you didn't have it on film, you would say that's a conspiracy theory. Of course we wouldn't do that. I mean, it's, it's amazing. The word games, there is just no truth. There's no truth in our society. Stand for truth uh let me go to uh, terry in pennsylvania hello per- uh, uh, terry hey good night to you and, and good night <laughs> good, night. good night good night good night i think we could i think we could live with that one for a long time oh yes i do too uh, 
I, I've got uh, a former GM of WHP Radio, and we're we're very happy to have you guys in Central Pennsylvania. Oh, thank you love very much. Yeah. We love you guys. Two uh, two big issues. One of them, I'm wondering whether uh, the electorate is finally getting getting what it deserves for not paying attention uh, over the past ten years or so to uh, politics and local politics, especially when you look at what Fetterman. Uh, is is suggesting the other my other my other option is it's Pennsylvania, Glenn, Pittsburgh, and uh, Philadelphia are going to rule the day. Um, you know, Democratic strongholds. I'm praying for uh, a change there, especially when you heard uh, Mr. Oz uh, uh, suggest that he was very supportive of the unions uh, in Pennsylvania. That he kind of slipped that in at the end of the. Uh, the end of the interview, mm-hmm. uh, Fetterman went there, and Oz Oz went there right after, <laughs> right after Fetterman went right. there. I'm like, well, there's the there's the flag, you know, there's the, there's the message that uh, that Oz needed to send. So, hopefully, that will uh, that, that will give some more strength to the Oz campaign. Well, Terry, thank you for uh, everything. Thanks for your phone call. I will tell you that I too am concerned that we are paying a price except we're not paying the full price yet for not being involved for the average person not paying attention not doing their homework not really knowing what the issues are um we are about to pay a very very heavy price and i think that's either way this election uh falls one we have a chance of stopping the insanity that's what has to happen we just have to stop the madness. Okay? Truth is truth. We have to stop saying and stop um, uh, putting into power people who claim things that are wholly untrue. Spending more money as the government will not reduce inflation. Getting rid of fossil fuels is not good for us. Okay? It's not. You know, we're all going to love owning nothing. We're all going to love eating bugs. We're all going to love being any gender we want because there's an unlimited number of genders and that dude is now a woman and can have a baby. No, none of that is true. We're being very humane by letting people cross the border. No, not true. The thing we have to do is end the madness. End the madness. Let me give uh, one more here before the break. Uh, Let me go to Judy in Pennsylvania, line 10. Hello, Judy. Judy, are you there? Hi. Hello, I just wanted to end the Pennsylvania thing on a positive note for you. Yeah. My son, who's 25, wasn't planning on voting at all in the election. And uh, he came home from work last night, and we were watching the debate, and he watched the rest of it and just sat there sort of stunned and said, boy, I wish I wouldn't have seen this because now I have to vote because I can't let that guy have a chance of winning. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Love (laughs) it. It had to be the reaction of people, right? It had Had to to be. be. Uh, it's not just us saying that. I keep. I, I always look for. Am I, I'm trying to test my priors, right? Uh, am I? I believe Federman was bad. Am I just seeing this because I want to see it? 
I don't think that's the case here. This is no, this was not. one of the most dramatic moments in politics that we've seen in a quite a bit. This this will in time, uh, you know, if we regain our sanity in mm-hmm. time, this will go down as the most bizarre time in American history. It, it will because we'll have video of it now of that debate at the same time having President Biden in office at these times. That's who the American people chose. It's it's it is going to be remembered by historians at some point in the proper fashion when they write when they write the decline and fall of the American empire. This will play a very big role. Back in just a second. You have the opportunity today. There's still time to do it to get your finances in better shape than they've ever been. You have the opportunity to start saving more and spending less where you don't need to. Making sure your money that you are spending every month is spent wisely. Do you have credit card debt? Have you seen the percentage of interest you're paying? I'm betting it's not cheap. 19, 20, 21 percent. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be at 15%. You owe it to yourself to give American Financing a call today. Give them 10 minutes to go over your finances to see how much you could be saving. These are salary-based mortgage consultants. So they're, they're working for you, not the bank. And they're not hiding anything from you. There's no upfront or hidden fees, no pressure or obligation. You're just going to um, work with decent people. They've been America's home for home loans for two decades plus. So call American Financing. Let them help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to get into uh, I want to get into one more debate, and that is the uh, debate in Michigan. Apparently, the governor has a problem uh, remembering things correctly. Here's Whitmer. Cut twelve. Governor, you've been in office for four years now. Harry Truman said the buck stopped at your desk. You've had four years to try to fix education in this state. Why is it not where you would want it to go at least four years ago where you said you wanted to go? We've also had some historic challenges over the last few years, I think, to put it lightly. You know, Mrs. Dixon says that I kept students out longer than any other state. That's just not true. I worked closely with my Republican and Democratic governor. So <laughs> kids were out for three months. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Hold I just on, heard just a second. Stop. Ah, uh, they, they school Michigan. Did you know that? Wow, your kids were only out for three months. It's incredible. Unfortunately for you, we have a time machine. Here, here we go uh, back to Whitmer, uh, November 2020. So there will only be remote learning uh, in all high schools. Uh, you're saying, as well as all colleges and universities in Michigan? Yes, that's right. We know that when you see spread happening in schools, in large part, it is the high school ages. These are kids who have more contacts every single day. These are also kids who can adapt to remote learning, uh, online learning easier than younger younger students. And so for these reasons, we thought it made sense to get them out of the classrooms. Okay. 
Okay, so not true. Here she is, cut 14, caught in a campaign ad lie. So the governor doesn't decide for the Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association what the checks are going to be. Mrs. Dixon. I'm glad she admitted that because her commercials are constantly saying that she gave $400 checks back to everyone. So I'm glad she's admitting that those checks didn't come from her and she actually isn't putting money back into the pockets of the Michigan people. <laughs> this is just not good. Not good. What is that race standing at? Again, it's another one that you would think is going to uh, to be a lead for the Democrat and has tightened up considerably over the past month or so. Uh, I remember we had Steve Dason who was going through, and he had a pretty optimistic take on what yeah. Republicans were going to be able to achieve. The one state he was really worried about was Michigan. And uh, understandably, at times, I, you know, Whit- Whitmer is probably still the favorite there. Uh, but the latest poll from Trafalgar had um, Whitmer only up by one. Another poll from Wick that came out a couple weeks, about a week or so ago, uh, had Dixon up one. Uh, and then a signal poll came out. It had Whitmer up six. Uh, so I think it's a pretty close race at this point. You know, and Michigan's not New York either. I mean, a, right. you know, a Republican can win in Michigan. Right. It's not always easy, but a Republican win. Right. And Whitmer was particularly bad throughout the pandemic. And she re- really was. Republican uh, Ted Budd yeah, uh, is, yeah. is now ahead of Beasley by four points in North Carolina. So things are moving in the right direction. Let's uh, let's keep up the momentum, shall we? And make sure you get everyone you know to the polls. This is going to come down to who shows up. The Glenn Beck Program.